Okay, so I'm here and I'm back. I want you guys to listen to this audio I found on the internet. Four years. It's now the 26th of June, 1998. By the 26th of June, 2002, the Coldplay or the band, whatever they're called then, will be known just all over, man. We're going to be so now, this was Coldplay in 1998, before they were famous. By four years later, in 2002, Coldplay was in, I think, Glastonbury, Glastonbury. Yeah, I think it's Glastonbury Festival, where they were performing with uh, other headline performers. Four years later, guys. They had an idea, visualized it, spoke it into life and put their foot down and just did it until those words in that audio became reality. You can do it too. And that's the purpose of this audio today. Ha, sorry. Podcast today. <laughs> Hi. I'm Tanaka, and welcome to the Pizza Podcast Genius. Ah, come on. Welcome to the Pizza Podcast Geniuses. (laughs) Okay, guys. Welcome to the Pizza Geniuses Podcast. Yes, I nailed it. Guys, I nailed it. Alright, I wasn't expecting to make such a mistake on the title of my own podcast, guys. I mean... What the hell? Anyway, so um, today we're going to be talking about just do it. And um, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give a little bit of my story on how I used just do it. And then I'm going to give a little bit of some pointers afterwards of things of that you can do and not do. And some important um, factors to look at, you know. Right, so... Let's get right into it, okay? So, if you are not a story person, I think you should just skip to the part where I start giving the advice. And I'm gonna put like the minutes in the description if you wanna skip to that part. So, in the beginning, right, this is story time, guys. So, in the beginning, when I was a kid, maybe 10 or 11, that's when I learned how to play the piano right before that i knew nothing about you know instruments and um i just longed and uh, wished that someday i would do music and play an instrument and i remember well i would say the first instrument i played was a flute but i wasn't serious on it because it was like a um you'd learn like just a particular song for the school play you know what I mean and um, that's it so you know there was no um, other instruments except for the flute and the tambourine and these weird looking big drums and it was like those odd instruments that you never find anyone playing so yeah um, that was my first instrument the flute okay I can well, now I can play it, but there's a reason why I can play it now. And that's, that's, that's why I'm telling the story, okay? 
Um, so orig originally I wanted to learn the guitar because I thought it was like a sexy instrument to play and I mean you carry a guitar in the streets or at school there is no way you won't get a girl looking or the girls looking whichever way you take it so yeah I needed a teacher um, I needed someone who could help me learn and there wasn't one during that time because the economy was going through like a recession and so on. I mean, well, it's been going through a recession for the past decade, so um, that doesn't, that's not valid anyways, but you get the point. And, well, I couldn't go to the Academy of Music even though I wanted to go so badly, um, like I said, because of the economy. So what I did is I went to my primary school um, music teacher um, he wasn't a music teacher because he taught instruments, you know, he was a music teacher because he taught singing. And um, when there were school plays, um, he was the one who would do the music parts for the school plays. Um, and even though the school, the school that I went to had um, instruments, it literally had like these weird instruments that nobody plays like the tambourine the flute oh yeah I played the flute and um, these weird big drums where you just use like one stick and it just makes like this hollow sound so basically the guitar and the piano were not uh, used for anything like that and the school didn't have a guitar because it it was like a Catholic school, so they were mostly like pianos, and that was it. Yeah, so um, I learned I learned the piano, the basics of the piano, within a short space of time of three months, because it was towards the end of the year. And I remember um, it was two lessons per week, so I didn't do much lessons, right? And after those three months, I got my last lesson and now I didn't have a teacher and I had no piano and it was like a crushing moment. And what had happened was that I had moved to a new school. It was a new year and a new school, right? So um, with no piano and no teacher, but some knowledge of the basics, I was now deciding to think, okay, what can I do next? Because I really wanted to learn the thing. and. One morning I just got up and I went to one of my uh, neighbors who had a piano and I'm like, you know what, may I please play on your piano? And from that day onwards it was a routine. Every day after school I'll just, I'll just, every day after school I'll just go there. And even though I barely knew nothing on the piano, except for one scale the teacher taught me like every single lesson, it was so annoying. I just went there and continued playing to a point where I literally got bored playing the scale and um, I came up with an idea. I was like, okay, fine. Since every single song that's there on the planet is um, made from a piano, right? Okay, alright. So why not try to listen note for note and actually you know like learn the song in that way so what i did is i took my cd player and 
played one song over and over listening to that one note for note and it took me a while guys to just find four notes just four and then the hassle after finding those notes was to turn those notes into chords and I remember I would get so frustrated when I would spend hours and hours with no proper results. Eventually I got it and after that what I did is I attempted the next song and the next and the next and at this point I had trained my ears to catch sounds, notes and any tone such that right now if you were to give me a song within 20 sorry within 10 minutes down the line i'll be able to play like the basic um uh theme of the song and this continued to a point where i actually started making my own pieces of music right and not only making my own pieces of music if i picked up any like instrument and um I could literally play from the ear. I now could like pick up any instrument and actually start playing it because I'm, I, I trained my ear to actually listen to the tones. And a lot of people say, oh, that's talent, man. No, it's not talent. In the beginning, I had to train myself. If I didn't do that, you wouldn't be saying it's talent, right? It was a skill that was born from being passionate and consistent with that one thing. And what I can tell you is that at that time, I didn't have a plan or know how to, how I was going to achieve my goal. But what I had and what I did was that the next three steps, I just needed to do those. And then I'll see in front. So now moving away from the story and talking about the ways that you can use to do what you are passionate about and um and the other part is that if you are not sure what you're passionate about i will show you a way you can uh a way you can something that you can do to find out what you're passionate about all right so i'll start with uh pursuing a goal when you are passionate about it and the story about me and the piano is a really good example of being passionate about something, right? First things first, if you are passionate, oh, sorry. First things first, if you listen to the story, I didn't have any clue of how to get there. And that's usually the case with anyone who is starting off with something that they're passionate about. No one knows how to get there, you know. And so in this situation, if you don't have a plan, right? Just think of the next three steps that will elevate you to the, to that goal. Yeah, and in my situation, I didn't have a plan. I didn't have a teacher. I didn't have a piano. But what I did was find a piano and play. First step. After finding the piano, next step was to improve on those basic uh and those basic um, scales that I was taught, right? Then after that, the next step was to get my CD player, play music over and over as I was searching one note after the other until I had a complete song, right? That's, that's what I mean by steps, you know? When you start something, the ideas will come to you. 
if you know what I'm saying. See, that's how it works. You don't have to have a mind mapping idea, no. As long as you are reaching for that goal, the ideas will come to you. The ideas that help you to get there. But for this to work, you need to have that constant question in your heart that how can I improve? How can I do better? Where can I go to get my answers? And as long as you have, as you're walking the, on, as you're walking the journey, and using the blend of these questions, you will eventually arrive, okay? So it's a matter of having that passion and also asking your quest yourself questions of how you can do better and all that stuff. And that blend actually helps you to be able to um, eventually reach where you're going if you do it constantly, okay? And then for those who are, who are not sure about what they are passionate about, Here's a little hack you can use, one that I used last year, and if you like it, you can use it too. Okay, guys, I like telling stories and explaining my theories through stories. I think it's the best way to actually um, move a point across. So, beginning of last year, I was a little in conflict about who I am and what I like, and so this is what I did. So I write poetry, I write music, I write motivational speeches, and most of the time I used to write these things for myself. And I came to a point where I was now asking myself, am I passionate about these things at all? Or it's just stuff that I just do? So I took a paper, wrote a number, 50, and uh, told myself I am going to do 50 videos that had poetry, music, and speeches. And for the music, I told myself it was going to be music. It was not going to be the music I've already written, but it was going to be new music. And that was the challenge. And then I also gave myself terms and conditions, uh, which was that every speech and song and poetry should be better than the previous one because there's no point of doing of doing the 50 videos if the videos are going to be substandard you know what i mean and the second condition was every video should be better than the last one right so that was like the terms of conditions that i was using for myself and guess what guys I only did 24 videos and before I even reached 20 videos I was already sure about which uh, I was already sure about whether I like um, I am passionate about these things and at the same time I started knowing which one I like better whether it was music or speech or poetry and in this endeavor I also found the reason why I really like doing these things you know so it was like things started unfolding as I was pursuing these things, you know. And so the point of the story is don't blow your mind trying to think of whether you like something or not. Just do it and in the process of doing it, the answers will come to you. And there is no way if you set a number like 50, you won't know whether you like doing it or not by the time you reach 50. It's just impossible. Now, this 
this episode will be so incomplete if I don't talk about some really, really insignificant things that are really important and that you should be aware of when you're now um, pursuing that agenda or whatever you're pursuing for. They're really significant, but they make a difference in a person's life, right? So um, there are those people that you are going to meet and come across, right, uh, in person or on social media that are going to play a huge impact in advancing you to the next level, okay? So here's an example of some of the things that I came across in 2022, okay? So I met a person who was passionate about dancing and at the beginning of 2022 when I was just starting on working on my videos to find what I am passionate about. Now because she was passionate about her craft, it made me more zealous to find what I was passionate about. So now I was more pumped to to be producing the videos, right? And to add the cherry on top, right, I met her friends. One had a business, something I really liked doing. The other was into motivational books such that when she posted some of her books, I would also want to read those books, you know. And going further, actually, from, from that, um, on social media, I found this motivational lady, Mel Robbins, a motivational speaker doing what she loves, her stories, and the way she she is raw about the delivery of her motivation inspired me that every podcast and video I'm listening to her and learning one or two things from her, right? Met a manager who was so kind to me and showed me what it is to be a leader, that when I get my employees in the future, I will not treat them as I treated my previous employees, right? My point is doing is not enough. You need people that can support you, people that can think the same way you do. Because the outcome is that motivation bounce, bounces between the two of you. And the crazy part is, guys, you don't have to be looking for them. I didn't go looking for these people. I mentioned above but because I was pressing for the goal fate put them along my my path and I was open enough to receive them and learn from them and be inspired by them right and that's how it generally works you know it's quite amazing but that's how things work in life you don't there is something that we call the law of attraction and I before I didn't believe that things that you attract actually come to you but now i can actually sit down and actually tell you guys that it's possible you go for whatever you like you're going to attract a lot of things around you that are going to help you go to the next level and that's the first insignificant thing that you guys should know about right however on the other hand the other insignificant thing i want you to remember is that when pursuing that agenda or goal don't gloat in instant gratification. So what is that? Well, instant gratification is the immediate fulfillment of a person's needs or desires. And the impulse decision to immediately fulfill 
a desire which can sometimes lead to a it can sometimes lead, lead to um to making poor choices you know what i mean and the lack of planning and thought the key word here is thought can also lead to one not being able to get exactly what they want and need so you need to train yourself such that instant gratification is not the reason you are doing a certain goal avoid it as much as you can it does you more harm than good look to some extent i too like instant gratification i mean who doesn't but i always remind myself that what i want is not now but in the future and that it is less rewarding than the complete goal right and it's perfectly human to want instant gratification because if you think about it as humans we have the urge of wanting something or wanting things and to want them now yeah anyway so what i am just trying to say and what i'm going what i'm saying is you are going to have those little wins but don't let those be the reason you are doing what you are passionate about like for example when i'm doing my music and my poetry and my speech i'm doing it so that i'm doing it so that i can improve on my craft right i'm doing it so that um in the future when i listen to it i'm also like marvel and inspired by the product that I've done and when I do this it grounds me to the fact that I'm not doing it for external reasons but for internal reasons right and hence external things do not waver me away from what the direct goal is so it's something that you can use Someone has learned something today and peace. I'm out. Going to eat some pizza, guys.